0: Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding, with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mountain Wedding Talk. We're so excited you're here. Um, I'm Patricia, and I have my partner in crime over in the Montana area. Hello. Say hey. Hey. Well, we have... <laughs> well, Erica. I don't know. I'm Erica. Erica. I know. We're so excited. We have special guests with us. They're back. They're back. We're, we got so excited. We them, so we invited them back. And um, love and story, Lizzie and Sadie um, are here to entertain all of you. Well, we and had more Lizzie. questions. so yeah. We
1: are here to give the answers. Good, because we had so much fun the last time. And I just feel like we just didn't, like, we just touched on the surface. So you know there's specific things now that like we really want to want to go over
2: let's yeah. do it yeah so how are you guys oh we are good it's just a chilly day here and so, that's so fun. and so drowning and remind- edits and <laughs> <laughs>
0: so remind so us again where
2: you two are located we are located in Idaho and we specialize shooting in the Jackson Hole Grand Teton National Park area for weddings and elopements. All right, perfect. And Lizzie, your role in. I am the owner of Love and Story Studio. Okay. And-, and Sadie is my amazing associate <laughs> and shooter. Um, so couples either hire me or her, or they can have the choice to have both of us. Oh my gosh. Wedding day. To have both of you would be amazing. Oh, that's when it's a party. Oh my oh gosh. God. That's <laughs> what Patricia, the wedding Patricia, I was with both of us. That's right. It's a party. Oh my gosh.
1: So come. some of the topics that I want to touch upon today are... Um, you know, your role in coordinating. Um, the last time we talked about weather a little bit, so I don't know that we'll get too much into that. Um, just things you need to know about working with a photographer, bridal sessions, what exactly those are, and some other different services you offer. Um, shot lists and some tips and things that people who they don't really know. So Let's start with coordinating because you guys don't sure. like, but then there's no coordinator. And even if, when there is a coordinator, you you like do things other than just take pictures.
2: Yeah. We are the official sun readers and the mood readers and the um, you don't know that you need this, but you need this um, experts. Um, yeah. I, I feel like we are constantly um, when I, book a wedding and um, I don't know the vendors. I take a long time to get to know the vendors and um, working with vendors and creating plans. Um, There's a lot that goes behind the scenes um, before even your wedding comes up. Um, We're coordinating times with people. We're sending portfolios to videographers, wedding planners, whatever's happening um, so that we can get on the everybody on the same page before we see each other on the wedding day
1: so you mean when somebody says okay i want the eight hour package it's not just eight hours and they can't figure out why does it cost that much because there's like before stuff and after stuff
2: yeah and there's a lot of during stuff too you know and um (laughs) we're there um i think sadie and i um you know we We call our brides. If there's not a a wedding planner, Mm -hmm. um, we are often going through a timeline with them. Right. Um, As mentioned before, there's a DJ in the area named Chris that we absolutely love. Um, He is amazing at putting together timelines. Um, Most people don't know how long a ceremony should last. Right. I'll tell you, most people don't know how long family's (laughs) photos should last for how many photo (laughs) members, for how many family members they have. I can tell you, um, you know, we have shots list for family photos because family photos are the worst time of every wedding day because people don't want to do them. They're like, they want to go get a drink, right? They want, you know, like they're, they're done. Um, somebody always goes missing. Um, so we put together with them shots list so that we can go down the list and they send that list out to everybody in the family. So people know where they need to be, when they need to be
0: and when they can leave. Perfect. Oh my
2: God. So so. I, I know a lot of, I mean,
1: couples, they ask me, they're like, you know, they don't know when pictures happen, you know, it's like, that, yeah. there's the ceremony and then like everybody goes off and does things. And they're like, and then all of a sudden there's like all these pictures, like where, What? When, when did that happen? And I know there used to be, I don't know if it's relatively new. I mean, it's been going on for a while, but, you know, there's most pictures are done after the ceremony. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but you know talk to us about you know when you should do pictures before the ceremony and which pictures you should do
2: yeah um that's a great question I am a firm believer that um tradition has no place in a wedding day and that (laughs) we can do whatever the heck you want to do I'm so glad you said that because I say that all the time like literally. Yeah, I mean, to give a little pr- preference of, of my feelings on that, I had a wedding where nothing matched.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: My sh- dress was short, and I had a bounce house and cotton candy, and that was my vision. Like, I didn't want anything traditional. Right. Um, I am a firm believer that what... <laughs> that some people are so stuck in tradition Uh that they let that affect the flow of their wedding day. Yes. So Uh for some people, it's really important to them that their partner doesn't see them um, before the wedding day. Uh Um, And so we can work around that. So if they don't want to be seen, so if a bride per se doesn't want to be seen in her wedding dress with the groom before she walks down the aisle, we can take, the groom and groomsmen out and do photos of them the groom with his family um we could take the hide the groom away take the bride out with her bridesmaids and groomsmen do a lot of those photos beforehand mm-hmm. um, before the wedding um and you have to time it right because you don't want there to be like guests trickling in while you're doing these photos and they can see everything right so like you you do have to be um kind of like a ninja and figuring out when to do all of that but isn't that Um, like
1: a good time that's why you should have maybe have two shooters
2: um yes actually that's actually um, a great point having a second shooter at your wedding day is amazing Um, and because i mean obviously i have all the trust in the world with sadie i can say hey you're in charge of the groom and the groomsmen Mm-hmm. and here's what needs to be done. Right. I don't even have to tell her really what needs to be done. Yeah. She knows, yeah. um you know, and she so cool. just takes the lead and does that. Um and then um some couples like they don't even realize that they could do like a revealed dress. Yeah. And a first look. Oh, yeah. like, they don't even know what
1: that is. So, that's so, like. so explain the
2: difference between the between the two. Um so well, I think they're kind of the same thing, they- but like that, um, so a bride, um, or a couple can decide that they want to reveal themselves to their partner before the actual wedding. They can do this the day of, which tends to be pretty popular, especially if they're not local. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of set it up in like, you know, a, a private area. And it's actually a really emotional, tender time um, for the couple because the wedding is full of so many anxieties and pressures and emotions. And brides and grooms and couples usually don't get to like spend a lot of time together just alone.
0: Right.
2: They're constantly around people. Oh, yeah. And so having this time where, um, um, like, so in if a situation is a couple with a bride and a groom, the groom usually faces away from the bride. And then we have the bride come up behind him. If there's a videographer, we want to include a lot of movement in that. She usually hugs him from behind. And then he turns around and sees her in her dress for the first time. Other couples might want to do something where they're on opposite sides of a door, holding hands right, saying right. A or something like that first, and then seeing each other almost without a doubt. Every single time there's like, high high emotion Mm -hmm. during those moments and some couples I think some people in general don't want to do a dress reveal because they feel like it's going to lessen the excitement when they walk down the aisle but I have found the opposite to be true I think there's so much pressure, especially like, so in the essence of a bride and a groom, so much pressure on the groom to have this big reaction. Right, right. That they're too worked up to actually be genuine. Mm -hmm. Wow. That that they just, they they can't react. They they feel so much pressure, but they look forward to excitement. It doesn't lessen the, the, the wow factor because before, when you were just revealed the dress and doing a first look. It's not like there's music playing and everybody you love is there and they're walking down slowly to your favorite song. That's not there. So they are two very separate experiences that are both incredibly powerful and incredibly beautiful.
1: I think that's important for people to understand that, you know, it's yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah.
2: So um, for some couples with the timeline they have, especially if it's time sensitive, like if we're up in the mountains, um. I will suggest, hey, let's do these photos beforehand. Mm-hmm. That way we have your ceremony during the perfect time for lighting. And ah. then that way, after that, we take just, you know, 10, 15 minutes at most to clear up some of these other photos of everybody together mm-hmm. and then let's go eat and then we can come back and take more photos. Right. Yeah.
3: And can I just add to that? the These um, first look photos revealing the dress like right before the ceremony that day or if they do beforehand, um, those are like my favorite photos. There is so much emotion. The couple it's just them. It's just them. And of course the photographer, videographer, whatever, but, um, they're more genuine. They're more them. They can, they, he sees her for the first time or vice versa, whatever. And it is so fun. It's so so cute to see their reaction oh, and their yeah. love for each other and yeah it's one of my favorites
1: well they're guards down you know yes. they they just they can be their true selves and you know um i know a lot of them do first looks with that now
0: mm-hmm. yes that's yes, a I love that oh my gosh wow. my i
2: am a sucker <laughs> yes. for first looks with dads i will cry yeah. every Every single time time. me too oh my gosh so that's one of the time
1: so just I mean you know just between us girls here how many (laughs) I mean like I cry it like every wedding every wedding (laughs) everyone Everybody. people people go well I mean how many hundreds of weddings have you been to you would think that you would become numb to it absolutely not no I
2: think to be a good wedding photographer you have to be on the same emotional level as your clients yeah sure. so because of that you know the relationship they have right. with these people right and you know um, I have a wedding specifically coming to mind that her dad is this big marine Uh-huh. and he has these daughters that just melt him like butter
0: oh.
2: you know and I've done both of their daughters weddings um, every single time you see this like I mean, he's just, he's a big guy. Like he's tall. Like he would scare you so much if you saw him running towards you. Um and yet he turns around and sees his daughter and he just no, yeah. blubbers um oh, and oh. they actually did a really funny prank on him they had his best buddy dress up in a wedding dress they got at a thrift oh. store oh on. my gosh and so I have pictures you of him that. like crying like trying to hold it together because he thinks he's gonna see his baby girl in her and her wedding dress and he turns around and he just starts throwing punches <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> <'Cause he was laughs> like, that? that's great um so and they did that almost to get him like to get that out yeah so that he wouldn't be like like like, not blubbering all over her (laughs) so so then when it really was time for his daughter um you know they um he had kind of gone through round one and it was a beautiful time and um yeah it's that's cool and then yeah, I've also, really we've cool. had like revealing dresses to brothers or siblings or bridesmaids. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just saw on Instagram, somebody revealing the dress to the dog. And I was like, that is amazing. <laughs>
1: oh my <laughs> God.
2: That's awesome. That's perfect. Sadie and I are both huge dog people, which we find yeah. we also too. a great yes. connector <laughs> with mountain people. <laughs> They tend to have dogs and yeah. we are there a hundred and ten percent to have involved. So All right. I have
0: to promote that.
1: So as far as you know, pictures, there are pictures you can do before, yes, yeah, before the wedding. And then you know,
3: family photos typically
1: afterwards.
3: Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Personally, I even like I've noticed the last couple weddings and Now take it. These were ones where the brides planned the whole weddings themselves and they were, you could tell very high strung, very stressed out. I was like, oh, I wish you had a planner. So you weren't doing this all yourself, but we tried to, they were okay with doing the first, their first look before the, uh, wedding the ceremony. Mm -hmm. So they did their first look and then we did bridal party and family photos before the ceremony, which got all that out of the way. And they were able to go straight into a fun cocktail hour and dinner. And they loved that. It took the stress away of, okay, now we need to find everybody and do photos. Yeah. Yeah, Cause
2: really it took away that whole, like, where's that? Right, yeah. or so Uncle Joe, because they went to go get a drink. You know, well, like it, then, it takes a lot of that away. Well, then they can enjoy the, um,
1: you know, the cocktail hour. Yeah, because yeah. Because that's kind of a thing that I've noticed with a lot of my couples, that they're like, well, I want to be able, you know, can we extend cocktail hours so that I can be part of that? Because they want to, you know, mingle, and and
2: be part of that. Well, and they want the food too. like right? They picked out <laughs> the food, and how many couples like. Unless they have like a family member or a planner that's going to get them a plate. Yes. The food's gone by the time they're there. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, for sure. And then there's actually something that's really common here in the West that's called a bridal session. Now it's called a bridal session or a formal session. It's interchangeable. I call it, I used to call it formal. Cause that makes more sense to me, uh-huh. but everybody else locally calls it bridal. So I feel like I have to do this spiel fill every single time. It's the same thing. Um, but it's where a couple gets dressed in their wedding attire. And this has taken days or weeks before or after the actual wedding day. Oh,
1: you know, I um, had, I, there's, a, um, there's a photographer and I had never heard of it until they had said, you know, Hey, I do, you know, the bridal sessions and I'm just like, okay. And I don't know how I feel about that. Honestly. So they
2: are our favorite. Really they are, our favorite. Favorite. They're why amazing. are they? Why are they your favorite? I need to because you can <laughs> pick the perfect. Yeah. You can pick the perfect day uh-huh. during the perfect time with the perfect weather and oh. get the most perfect photos. Okay. Yes. Uh, so okay. um but, for, in, for instance, um, a lot of our Jackson Hole couples actually spend their honeymoon in Jackson Hole okay or at least for like a couple of days if they're gonna fly out someplace else but um i had this amazing wedding at the um jackson hole golf course and it was a beautiful wedding they didn't want to take a lot of photos of on the day of because they wanted to enjoy it with their family they're both from the east coast most jackson hole couples are not local they're from somewhere else and they um booked a bridal session for the next day in the evening you know during golden hour yeah told me all the places inside the park that they wanted to go because unless you're getting married inside the park like you're not getting all the diversity of the of the grands and and stuff that you can get Uh um so at their venue you can see the tetons but you're it's kind of like a side view Uh of them and so we just met up the next day, you know, she put her flowers back in water. The flowers were still great. Some people decide to get their makeup reapplied. Some mm-hmm. just decide to do it themselves. Um, because again, we're talking about mountain weddings with brides that are typically a little less right. laid back. Um, I can't tell you how many times I put fake lashes on the <laughs> bride, um, because of this. And I've been like, Hey, can I just help you like contour this a little yeah. bit? And, right. um, And, or if they want photos with their pets um, to, to have them on there too. And um, it's just so laid back and it's just about them. There's nobody coming to them, yelling at them about time. There's nobody coming and asking them questions. Cause I'm sure you guys can both relate. The number one thing I hate is when people come and ask the bride or groom a thousand questions during the day, like, Just figure it out. (laughs)
0: Right, right.
2: So, um, yeah, bridal sessions really get, like, take a lot of that away. And I would say. A lot of stress away from the day of. Do you have have a lot of people who do these? Yeah. Nine (laughs) out of ten times, those are the photos that they're printing big and putting on their wall. Okay. Okay. Because it's the perfect day with the perfect weather, with the perfect time, with the perfect lighting. Um, And if the weather sucks, we just change it. Nice. you can't do that on a wedding day. Right. Right. For, and really, I like genuinely have a testimony of bridal sessions <laughs> because I got married in May, which is, is a very temperamental month. Right. You don't know what you're going to get. I got my bridals done in April because mm-hmm. I wanted to have photos of, of us at the reception. I wanted to have big prints everywhere. That was right. my vision. Oh, okay. keep in mind. I was a wedding photographer before I got married. Right. So I knew what I wanted. (laughs) Right. And so we got them done the month before. Beautiful, beautiful photos. Wild flowers and trees covered in flowers and Mm -hmm. gorgeous lighting, beautiful colors. My wedding day was sleet, hell, rain, thunder, lightning. My hair went flat. They forgot my flowers. Um, I had a hat, like a vintage hat, and the glue Mm -hmm. came undone. So it unraveled perfect um I just laughed and I wasn't stressed (laughs) right right because yeah I I had this like I call them insurance photos yeah I had these photos I knew that I loved right and I also like love it as a photographer because I can say hey we had your bridal session before the wedding are there any photos that you particularly liked more than others Maybe it's a pose, yeah. Maybe it's something that they're or when they're like, you know what, I didn't really love this pose, yeah. Then I know, like, hey, so that's not something that they really like, so I'm not going to push that in this next session, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, I think they're our favorite. I love this, okay. I I, think for Sadie, I think it's her favorite too, yes. Yes. And if we have brides doing um weeks or months before or after, um. And they're going to have two bouquets. Some vendors around here have like a bridal bouquet and a wedding day bouquet. Right. And we try to encourage our brides to actually have the bigger bouquet during their bridal session. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Because those are the photos that they're going to put on the wall.
0: Because
2: that's when we're going to get you at Schwabacher's Landing at sunset with a beautiful sunset. And it reflecting in the river and the birds flying across the sky and everything magical. Oh, that's when we're going to get that. And we don't want to like steal you away. Cause in right. it takes time to drive. Everywhere. Well, I was going to say, I mean, that's, that's kind of one of the
1: biggest, um, issues sometimes is, mm-hmm. you know, they might be in the middle of eating and you're like, we got to quick get this. Cause it's, you know, the sun's going down, yeah. or, you know, the clouds are rolling in or something's happening with the weather that we need to get these now. So then they, ha- they get pulled away, but I think yeah. great. Cause then they don't have to you know you still have their wedding day pictures of what the day yeah. was like but those those formals are you know that's awesome. Yeah. it's more enjoyable
2: vendors, yeah. yeah a lot of vendors their have wedding discounts day. too because they'll say like hey bring me back your bouquet and i'll replace whatever's dead in it oh, or oh uh, right. you know like oh, nice. i did your makeup before i know what you want to do yeah so you know um a lot of vendors like it too because they already know what's expected what what's needing to be done and it's really fast and efficient for them to get that done that's amazing Um, so So, yeah those are our favorites
1: so talk to talk to us about um engagement sessions and why you should have the same person or the same photographer do engagement photos than that does your, your actual wedding or not
2: um i think If you can, it's super important. We understand that a lot of our clients come from out of state or out of country. Mm -hmm. So having us do their engagements isn't always going to happen. Um, But if you can, it's the best thing. And I think mostly because of what I pointed out before, you can say, hey, I delivered all this huge gallery with all these different poses and all these different settings. What is it that speaks to you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Everybody has insecurities that we don't like to just flat out be like. So I hate my arms; I think they look flabby, and I hate, you know, I arms is something I didn't know people were ever self conscious of until I started photography. Mm. I was like, "You're self conscious of arms? Like everybody just has arms. Like why are you self conscious of arms?" Mm. Um, But like we ask questions like that, but not everybody's really forth telling. Because we don't like just spilling off insecurities, you know, like people don't like to do that. Um, So we have the questionnaires that we'd take beforehand. But then after we deliver photos and we or even we just notice what they're posting on social media, you know, we just take note. Oh, she really likes this dip. She really likes it when she's hugging his arm. Um, he feels more comfortable when they're bummed a belly or, you know, whatever right. might have you. Um, right. Also, just when it comes down to the rapport between client and photographer. Yeah. You're inviting a total stranger <laughs> <laughs> to be part of the most intimate day of your life. And it's a huge honor. Like I gotta say, it's such a huge honor to be that person that's invited as a total stranger and as slightly inappropriate as I am for you (laughs) to trust me to be with your friends and your family and, um, to be there with you being naked, getting your dress on, you know, like stuff like that. Um, because I know that's not comfortable for everybody. And, um, being able to have that rapport is really big. What I found with grooms specifically, and if there are grooms that don't like photos, it's really important mm-hmm.
0: um,
2: to have a rapport with them. Um, even if I'm like, hey, so here, here's the here's the compromise I'm gonna make with you, you know, and you can kind of make bargains and deals and ultimatums <laughs> with them because you have that rapport. Um and then <laughs> Getting before the ceremony shots and with groom, with -hmm. the groom and groomsmen is like super fun if they know you. Right. If they don't, they put up walls and they're like, you know, all, you know, I know, I know I,
1: I know you do, you know, you're more on that emotional feeling kind of photography, But you also know how to get the right angles when shooting people so that those institutions don't, you know, that's, I mean, that's kind of your, I mean, you're a photographer and that's one of the, one of the many main differences between a professional photographer and, you know, uncle so-and-so who just got a camera. Um, Oh,
2: for sure. We like to say that we set the stage and then we let chemistry take it from there. So we're going to put you in a setting and we're going to tell you kind of where to put your hands or your mm-hmm. arms and i i manually move people's hips a lot oh because okay. i feel like especially in dresses like you kind of want your butt pointed towards the camera okay but you don't want to be have your back towards the camera so you kind of have to like twist your hips a little bit and it's super awkward yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I I find myself twisting people a lot and then we have them in that pose and we'll take a couple of photos and it looks pretty posed. Right. And then we give them prompts mm-hmm. of what to do or what to say that get them to giggle, that get them to loosen up, that get them to move in a yeah. more genuine, natural fashion um and that's where I think a lot of the magic happens is in those moments um because I think that there was a big trend in photography that's like I'm an emotional journalistic photographer yeah. sorry I go into a different voice like I'm mocking it <laughs> but like they they would like just put them in front of the camera and then say go right right oh yeah and it's like
1: and they feel pressure to like perform or yeah like they don't know what and, to do
2: and not everybody is like an Instagram influencer, right? Yeah, so, like, kidding. yeah not everybody knows what to do. Um, so, but by the end, they're just doing it. Yeah. By the end of the session, That's- they're just doing it. But I'm constantly yelling, you know, chins out. But yeah. Out, yeah. Arm inside oh, his, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. 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 Because that's nobody awesome. wants those photos of the, I love that. that. So um, I think, yeah, we while we're still emotional and we like to set the stage for a lot of emotional things, too, whether that's inviting grandma in to help um, mock button up the back right. of your dress because she can't right. with her arthritis or, um, taking the time to get photos of you with grandparents is super important to me because we don't have grandparents with us for very long. Right. Um, I didn't have any grandparents with me when I got married, but I married into an amazing family of grandparents and with great grandparents. And so, you know, getting those individual photos with them, but then also of just them. Yeah, they're dressed up so nicely. Yes. I like to yes. get a beautiful photo yeah. of them, um, you know, and like sometimes they joke like that. What well, is this my obituary picture? and then I'm kind of like, well, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I kind of. Is. Yes, <laughs> it is. Really actually, I want oh. you look want to look really nice for your obituary picture versus just a photo of you from when you were 20 years old. So, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah. I think there's a lot that kind of goes into to that, but capturing the emotion and, um, the people there requires you to get to know the people to be on the same emotional level as yeah. them. And that takes a lot of research and a lot of phone calls and messages. Gonna, yeah. to get to
1: that so part. when, so back to, you know, when they say, oh, I want the eight hour package, you know, there's so much that goes in, you know, your research, you're just learning about your couple beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then there's the editing process
2: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: so Not let's editing. let's let's talk about
2: editing because you know okay. there's there's that that i don't think What's a lot edit? of people yeah. yeah yeah editing takes a ton of time and i actually edit for myself and sadie um sadie's strictly a shooter so her job is to get to know the couples love them show up with her camera do an amazing job gets the photos to me mm-hmm. um And I actually have an in-studio editor that helps me a lot because Mm. if it was just solely me, I would not have a life. Right. Um, Especially during the month of August where we both have like three (laughs) weddings a weekend. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not going to be able to keep up with that. Um, So we have an amazing editor um, who helps us um, stay on key and on brand and Mm -hmm. consistent. Um, But editing, especially in the mountains, is a learning curve a big learning curve, um, knowing how to get the sky and the mountains, especially if the sun is directly shining on the mountains, like it is in Grand Teton national park.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, knowing how to meter your camera for exposure for the clients versus the mountains, because you can't have both. Okay. Okay. You can't, if you correctly expose for your clients, your mountains are going to be blown out and you can't get that detail back okay if you correctly expose for your mountains your couples are going to be way too dark when you try to lighten it up it's going to be grainy so here's a here's a, a thing
1: um i know like shooting people of color again yes huge against them I mean, there's a lot of photographers that they don't know how to edit for different skin tones at all so yeah.
2: We actually um, had to take a class in it. Um, I realized that was really important. And I wanted people of color to feel like we would be able to showcase them in the best way possible. And I didn't actually realize that it was an issue until um, my dad taught at the university here. And he had a student um, that asked for if when she graduated, if she could bring in her own photographer. Mm -hmm. and she said because white people don't know how to shoot people like me right right you know and so um that's when I was like, oh, wow, that is different. Especially if you have a couple where um, he may be darker than her or vice versa right. or different right. undertone colors, frankly. I mean, yeah. um, I did a wedding where the bride was very Scandinavian looking and the groom was Asian, mm-hmm. two very different undertones, right? It can be challenging editing that, um, but being able to um, take those educational courses and knowing how to um to brighten the highlights um where right. so that because I mean people of color are worried that they're just going to be a, like a blob
1: right right or they're going to be washed out or dark yeah it's just, yeah
2: you're not going to be able to see them and they're you know the true yeah and so. a lot of that just comes with finding a photographer that has done the background work and right. take and you know I took a class from a amazing african-american photographer who specializes in taking photos of african-american couples um and learning what settings he does and and for just shooting and then post-processing what he has to do um to make those couples look the best that they possibly can um and then in regards to both of those things that we just talked about Knowing what your settings need to be so that the prints turn out good. Yeah, Yeah. Because couples can like, I mean, there's, I can't tell you how many times I've had couples call me crying that their photos don't print out and they're all super grainy that they looked good on the screen. Right. But they don't look good printed. They can't print more than a four by six Mm -hmm. or it starts getting grainy. And and that comes to a photographer understanding the science behind the camera, understanding how to edit and try to combat that if that comes Mm -hmm. about, because sometimes there's nothing we can do. Yeah. If it's smoky, horrible light, (laughs) there's not a lot we can do to like fix that. Like we can't just make the smoke disappear. Right. Right. Um, But we know through trial and error what settings we need to do. Um, or what we need to do post-processing in order for our clients to print these 30 by 40 canvases that yeah. they want.
1: Yeah. It's just, and that's, I think just people in general, I mean, they don't understand that, you know, well, everybody has an iPhone and iPhones take great pictures. So we're just going to have people submit. Well, that's yeah. great. But, you know, back to to all these these details that you know, there's a lot to it. It's, there's not, a you know, you just don't go and take pictures and, and then no. put them in a gallery for them to download and we're done, you know, so. No,
0: for
2: sure. And that's where Sadie is really awesome too. Um, there's a time at night where I stop shooting mm-hmm. and then she gets excited okay because this is her time to shine because she has all of her lighting stuff and right um, you know and it's kind of like it's really fun because where I start getting scared and saying I'm if I know if I keep shooting I'm not going to deliver something I feel confident in that's when Sadie's like I'm super confident I'm gonna rock this I'm gonna get this this crazy sunset I'm gonna get the stars I'm gonna get um, you know, all of that. So finding a photographer that has your vision in mind too, super important for that, because if they're saying I want sunset and star photos, I know I'm not their perfect fit. Okay. I know that's Sadie. And during that first consultation that I have with them, that's when I actually say, you know, I love you. I think you're great, but Sadie's gonna be the best photographer for you. Right. So what are some so what are some things that people need
1: to ask when looking for a photographer? Oh, boy.
2: <laughs> whole nother. I know it's a whole nother. Yeah. People don't do the research that I feel like they need to do because right. I tell them what they need to ask for. when Because I know they're not just calling me. Yeah. Right. I know that they have a list of photographers that they're calling. Right. I think first and foremost, the most important thing to know is how long they have they been shooting. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's important. And like how many weddings they have under their belt. Mm -hmm. Um, I would ask them for a full wedding gallery in the location or a location like what you want to get married in. And during that time of day, um, I send them weddings that had the worst weather conditions possible. Okay. Now people might think that's stupid, but, our reasoning behind it is I want to show them what we can do when the odds are stacked against us
1: that's smart yeah
2: so I actually sent them a wedding that Sadie did because <laughs> <laughs> <yeah. laughs> she had some horrible weather this year mm-hmm. and gorgeous images so I'm like here's what Sadie can do when there is a wind warning like a thunder lightning warning and um, it's like snows and everything gets delayed, and the ground is muddy. Huh.
1: Anything else? Here's what
2: I mean, she can do: lightning, and and it blows them away. Wow, literally, windy blows them yes. away. So <laughs> they, uh, unintended. She's yeah.
0: here all week. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> or here's what happens when the clouds part halfway through the ceremony, and instead of beautiful overcast, we're given spotty lighting with trees casting shadows of leaves on their face, or yeah, you know, um, because a lot of what photographers put on social media or their website are stylized shoots, right? Which are technically modeled shoots mm-hmm. during a specific time with the elite vendors, and so there's not a lot of reality there. Yeah. The perfect conditions, the perfect everything. Yeah, yeah. So I like to show them reality. This is what happens when everything decides to go wrong. I right. don't want this to happen, but if right. it but should, it, yeah, I want them to feel confident that. They can see what we can do. Um, when it's so stormy and you can't even see the Tetons, yeah, because that happens, they just turn white, right? You can't see them. What are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. Let me show you all these beautiful places. I will take you mm-hmm. in the forest with flowers or with these gorgeous lava rocks covered in this rust orange color. Like, let me show you what. Else we have to offer besides just views of Tetons, because you can't always depend on that. Or if it's not rainy, if we have horrible wildfires and the smoke comes in so thick that you can't see them, let me show you what happens then, because a lot of people get really disheartened and upset about it. Um, which I totally validate. You know, Mm -hmm. you came to get married in the mountains, you want to see them, but if all the odds stack against you let me show you what we can do and I think more people need to ask for that it's also a good representation of what you would get back in number of photos Mm -hmm. um and variety of photos it's a good representation of that um I also think people need to ask um you know um is this something that you're comfortable with Mm -hmm. um if they have certain requests um I had a same-sex couple that came to me and they were really upset about the photos that they got back because the photographer wasn't comfortable with them being intimate. This wasn't you. This was another photographer. No, this was another photographer. And um, I felt really bad for them because obviously you should have a photographer that's comfortable with you as a couple and should be comfortable with your love and shouldn't be limiting that depending on their own comfort level. And, um, I, I think that if you are a same sex couple, you need to ask if they've done some sex weddings or sessions, um, Mm -hmm. um, or if you're highly religious and there's, um, like a Catholic mass, um, ceremony where there's specific rules (laughs) on where photographers (laughs) can be and can't be, and what type of lighting situation, um, Mm -hmm. if they're comfortable shooting in low light with no flash. And if they've done that. Yeah. Um, I think that a mature and a professional photographer will be able to state what they're comfortable with and what they're not. Mm -hmm. And there's been times where I've said, you know, I've never done that, but I'm up for the challenge. I'm confident enough in my abilities to to know that I think I can adapt to make it be awesome.
1: Have you ever been in a situation where, you know, the, the the couple has hired you for their um, engagement sessions and they haven't picked their venue yet. So they have no idea. And then they pick their venue and you're like, Oh, <laughs> you know, they start doing the details and you're just you do- like, I don't know if I can do this. You know, this is.
2: Yeah. I, I, especially when I first started out. Okay. I wouldn't say I feel like that now. Right. But right. When I first started out and they're like, Oh, I'm having a barn." venue Mm -hmm. and the barn has like next to no windows yeah it's dark and quote-unquote romantic that's like a (laughs) photographer's worst nightmare um you know um yeah there was times where i was i was scared but i think on my part that's when i dug into research and that's when i invested in and more education and more equipment and figuring out how to make that work and um i've even had i remember when i first started out i just asked a couple and i said hey Um, like, you know, I'll give you a discount Mm -hmm. on this wedding, but for me, it's going to be some trial and error. So I just need some, some grace and leniency with that and, and saying, okay, my settings were right there. I'm going to just change them up a little bit um, and having that happen. But being honest about it, you know, I'm not going to tell somebody, oh, yeah, I can totally do this if I don't think I can do it. There's some things
1: you can fake it until you make it and others you can't.
2: Yeah. 110%. (laughs) And that will reflect on the final product. Yeah. And these are wedding photos, you know, most of the time. And you can't take that back. Right. And for engagement photos, you can be like, oh, I screwed that up. Can we meet again? You know, Mm -hmm. but you can't do that for a wedding day. That's nothing to to mess around with. That's nothing to just wing it per se. Yeah. Okay, um, and I, I wish, got, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no. I, and I just wish that more couples would do their research into that on their capabilities.
1: So I've got two more questions. They all have to do with lighting. So gotcha. Sadie, Sadie. <laughs> um, so, you know, everybody says they have this perfect day, and the sky is clear, and it's sunny. And talk to talk to us about the perfect conditions in a photographer's eyes for overcast, overcast, overcast. Yes. Uh, yeah. What about the lake? <laughs> like, if there's a lake wedding. You know, cause I think, isn't there down, down there, there's like a lake right in front of, there's one part where there's a lake in front of the Teton. Yeah. There's Jenny Lake. There's Lake yeah. Lake. There's so you know, Bay. Same, there's- same conditions overcast so that the sun
2: isn't. Yeah. I mean, we just love having bold, beautiful colors mm-hmm. and overcast really allows for us to have that. Um, I mean, if the sun is high, mm-hmm. I actually think it makes the mountains pop. Okay. And are more colorful and and beautiful. Um, So say if a couple is getting married at Schwellbacher's landing and they want to get married during the day, I try to say, hey, two, three Mm o'clock
0: because the
2: sun's high. There's going to be some shadows, but it's not going to be harsh in your face. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. I overcast as a rule of thumb, as long as it's not cloudy on the mountains mm-hmm. causing them to disappear. Overcast gives us the best of everything that we could possibly have.
1: Okay. So when couples are picking out their location to have the ceremony, you know um, let's just, you know, assume that the sun's going to be out. Where is the best placement for the couple to stand and the ceremony layout based on where the sun is
2: Mm, you see that's hard because in Jackson they want the mountains obviously right right so is is there like a specific time of day then that you would suggest yeah and I so what's hard about national park weddings and a lot of people might not know this so it'd be good for the listeners to know is that for a lot of parks you have to have a permit right and the permits open on one specific day. And it's kind of like first come, first serve. And we have an area in Grand Teton National Park called Schwellbacher's Landing. And it is full within like five minutes of them opening up the applications. Wow. It is the hot topic place to get married. Um, It has beautiful lighting most of the day. Um, So with a lot of couples, when we're talking to them, it could be like a year before they can even apply Mm -hmm. on the location they want to get married at in the park so we have like a guide that goes through like so here's these different locations these are the times we would recommend getting married at these specific locations um because it changes depending on where you are at the park right right um and i mean i guess it's better to have this directly on the clients than like half and half because mm-hmm. that can cause some pretty crazy shadows and if they're just looking if they're just looking at each other then the sun's not going to necessarily be in their face cuz they're not looking directly into the sun. Right. Um but the
1: officiant will get it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but do. Nobody's really look hopefully really nobody looks at the officiant, sorry.
2: Yeah. Sorry. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no. Um I don't know. I just feel like the The fun thing about being a mountain photographer is that you're just constantly on your toes. Yeah. 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 No,
1: I think that's that, that makes a lot of sense about, you know, um, when couples pick their spot, you know, to check with the photographer to see, you know, Hey, have you shot in this spot before and what is the best time you recommend? Because, you know, it can be so different and then plan around that.
2: Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And sometimes, you know, they don't really have a choice. And of course, we just work around that and we make the right. best of it that we can. Um I've actually had a couple like amazing weddings that I was like, oh no, this lighting's gonna be horrible. <laughs> and then I drive home and I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope these come out really good on the computer. <laughs> you know, because like the lighting was just so harsh and it was so hot. Yeah. And yeah. the, there's no clouds and the water's reflecting the light and and oh then you get gosh. home and you're like, dang, I'm good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. I love yeah. it. Um, is- but yeah, I mean, it's really hard in Grand Teton National Park because of the, the permits that they have to get. So... Um, and we have a lot of brides and grooms that are disappointed because they don't get their first pick of location. Right. But then because of who we are, we're able to say, Hey, ask for this day at this location, this time,
0: time." Perfect. you know, if the
2: water's important to you, then we're going to do this. And of course we've talked with them enough to know their timeline. So if they don't have the time to go all the way up to culture Bay, which is an hour from Jackson hole. Okay. A lot of people don't know like that. It takes time to drive everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, to know what their timeline is. Um, because like I said, it's first time first come first serve. So if they don't reply immediately, those spots are being taken, you know? Um, so all right. Having a photographer that knows the area is crazy important a national yeah, park. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Um,
1: I lied. I've got one more question because I yeah. am loving <laughs> this. I mean, I am just like, this is so awesome. So when a couple goes and they're like, oh my God, I want that picture where, you know, I'm standing on the side of the the lake and my reflection, you know, the whole mirror reflection off the, you know, is there a time of day that that works the best? or is it just dependent on the weather?
3: I would say more towards the evening when the sun's not directly out or on you. At the, If you're near the lakes in Grand Teton, the sun goes behind the Grand Peak and will disappear. And then you've kind of got like, an overcast type of mm-hmm. type of look and that's when you'll be able to get that lighting that oh, okay. you need of course it does depend on the water and the wind right like it's yes. windy. you're not gonna get that reflection photo <laughs> but um yeah you want it to be not direct sunlight on okay. the couple or the water shining back yeah right
1: see everything's so like, there's so much more to, to photography and then just coming for a couple hours and taking the pictures, you know? I mean, there's like all these, these details and things and
2: I love that. Oh, for sure. And I think I mean, our favorite is when couples give us hours, like elopements are our favorite because, you know, they'll go and they'll go get eloped and then, um, we have them for, you know, three mm-hmm. hours right. to take around the park and get different yeah. angles and different settings. And See. and to do all of that is so much fun. Sadie just did this amazing wedding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the bride had a blue floral wedding dress. Oh, oh wow. I love and that. It. And she paired it with like a turquoise Western belt and a cowboy Josh. hat. Oh. And he had a blazer. It was just, it was a whole look. And, um, she had some really specific requests that she wanted Uh because she used to work in Jackson hole as right out of, you know, college and, um, she hadn't been back since, which is funny, you know, like, and she's like, I want this, this, and this. And Sadie was able to like nail it. She wanted a shot, which Patricia will know about this. There's a bar in Jackson hole on the main street called cowboy, um, million dollar bar and it is a busy street Mm -hmm. it's really busy and this bride wanted a photo Sadie's like laughing they wanted a photo (laughs) with them in the street and and the the sign behind them Mm -hmm. like at dusk so that the lights looked good right And Sadie messages me and she's like, this is bonkers crazy. Like it's the craziest it's ever been in town. And why? It's a Friday. You know, gosh. So she's like, I don't even know how I'm gonna accomplish this. And I'm like, well, you can do it. I have faith in you. Do the best you can. And then she delivers me these photos that looks like there's nothing going on in town. Wow. And
0: there's the middle
2: of the street and he's dipping her and the whole sign's behind them. And she has, you know, a cool leather jacket on that says like, it's effing time on it. (laughs) And
0: then- I love it.
2: Just so great. So, sorry. I think having- Like, I mean, Sadie is a very flexible person and that's one of her best attributes too, is just being able to say, this is what you want. I'm not God, but I'm going to try to make it work to the best of my ability. And then she totally rocks it every single time. I don't think I've ever gotten a specific request from people to be honest with you. Oh, really? It kind of just,
1: so it's more just kind of like, I mean, there's not a whole lot of people that have, you know, that situation where they know exactly what they want. I mean yeah. people aren't, you know, unless they're into photography or you know, they're
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, modeling or or something, you know, it's they probably have no idea, most of them. Yeah. Well, they yeah, rely on sure. I mean, they rely on your creativity. Yeah. Come up yeah. With. That's like, what
0: that's what they're paying us the big bucks for. Yeah. yeah. Is, and this this is so good, you guys, because I am like brainstorming at, I know you guys are talking about this. And just adding, I'm like real after TikTok, after real advertising and just making it blow up. That's what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Well. Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, no, it's amazing. And sometimes, you know, like I had a bride that was elopement in Utah and we climbed up these big red rocks. And I look over and she's scaling the side of the mountain, like in her dress. Cause they were wearing hiking boots and it's a wind it. warning. And I got this amazing photo of her veil flowing off into the wind and stuff. So sometimes I mean, couples have a vision when they are there and we're there to go with it. And if they're lost, we're there to make it happen. And I really think part of being a good photographer, especially in the mountains where nothing is reliable, nothing's reliable, literally nothing is reliable. Besides the fact that we're gonna get the pictures that are gonna make you swoon and that you're gonna love and that you're gonna look back years after years and feel the same way that you felt at that moment, so nothing's reliable, but we're there to make it good. We're there to make it perfect.
0: I love this. Yeah, this is so good. There's so many nuggets to take away from this episode, and I, I'm a, I'm, I actually am blown away because uh-huh. I don't think our typical couple even realizes how important. All of this information is, you know, um, just a a bunch of great information. 100%. Yep. For sure.
2: Well, thanks for letting us spark all this
0: information out for you.
1: (laughs) So, just to just
2: hold it in (laughs) a lot. (laughs) So, to do a shout out, where can people find you? Hey, you can find us at loveandstorystudio.com. And you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you'll know it's us because we have brightly colored rainbow hair, and we <laughs> definitely like color and couples that are in love. So. And you Very don't only up. do Jackson Hole area. You no, we right? travel to a lot of places out of state. Um, we're working for out of country right now. I'm nice. hoping to get a wedding in Mazatlan, Mexico. Oh. That's my That's my next. Nice passion project that's
1: oh my gosh I can't wait till you get that and then yeah so um, you know
2: we're both moms so we like to you know keep it local for the majority yeah Uh, it's always fun to go out and to explore new areas where you're literally there's no background yeah yeah you know um and to create on the spot
0: Oh my god! That's gosh. refreshing.
1: Well, That's thank you great. both for, for coming and visiting us a second time because we love having you. Um, Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. So again, you can book cause you're booking out 20, 24, 23, 24 now.
2: Yeah, 23 24 oh, so wow. where there's two photographers we have double the availability perfect so um weekends are starting to fill up a little uh-huh. bit but yeah next year is going to be kind of crazy yeah but,
0: all right patricia <laughs> roll us out all right all right thank you thank you so much and we're so happy that you were able to be on our show again and um we want to let you All of our listeners know where you can find our podcast. And that would be what Spotify. Anywhere you can download a podcast. We're there. Okay. Okay. Mountain wedding talk. So look us up. You can Google us. You'll definitely find us two crazy planners having a great day. All right. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain Wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening.